Welcome to the Summer Devo, um, part two. <laughs> Someone mentioned earlier that the audio wasn't working on our first stream, so here we go again. We should be should be ready to go. Uh, but welcome to the Summer Devo. Devo. Uh, if you haven't already, take a moment, put your name in the comments, let us know who's watching today. Also, if you have a prayer request, put that in the prayer request as well, and we welcome you here today. We're studying the book of Ephesians together. And I told you yesterday we'd be out of the book of out of the second chapter, but actually I want to go over the exact same passage as we went over yesterday, uh, today. But I want to do it in the message paraphrase because it's one of my favorite passages of scripture. Um, it's one of my the message. I love reading the scripture from different different translations and paraphrases, and I love how the message puts uh, the end of Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, so grab your coffee, uh, grab your Bible. We're going to get into the Word today, and take a moment and share this if you haven't already, and um, we'll get as many people studying and praying together this morning. But here's what the scripture says about who you are. It says, you're no longer wandering exiles. The kingdom of faith is now your home country. You're you're no longer strangers and outsiders. You belong here with just as much right to the name Christian as anyone. God is building a home. He's using us all irrespective of how we got here and what he is building. He used the apostles and prophets for the foundation. Now he's using you, fitting you brick by brick, stone by stone with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. I love what um, the Apostle Paul is saying here. He's talking about what God's building. He's saying he's building a home and he's doing it brick by brick. And you belong here. It's not an accident that you're a believer. God's called you to be part of this building. And I looked up this morning what the value of a brick was. And according to Home Depot, as of today, a brick is worth a dollar. <laughs> not very valuable. Um, just a dollar. You can go buy, buy a brick if it's just a lone brick. But what God is saying he's doing is he's taking us and fitting us together. And a brick alone may be worth a dollar, but a brick together with other bricks, stacked with other bricks, put in place by an architect, by designed by a great architect, and put together with a great builder, and um, put mortar on, held together. I tell you, that building can weather the storm. That build, if you put those together, it can, it can, it can change the world. It can. This building makes laws. What's the value of a brick? Well, not much, but whenever you put bricks together and it can become a place where people can gather and for our nation, that Capitol building is unbelievably valuable. It's priceless. And so I could go building by building in our lives and in our culture and in our nation. And if I could put up, I could put up a picture of City Hills well, it's what's the value of a place like City Hills? What's the value of the church? Maybe the place where you got saved, whether it was City Hills or some church whenever you were younger, what's the value of that? Well, it's priceless. It's priceless in our lives. 
But if you take just one brick, one brick's, it's just worth what one brick is. But when you put that brick in a wall with other bricks being designed, it makes a difference. And I want to say this, you are called to be part of something grand that God's building. This is not just a Tuesday. This is a day the Lord has made. And when we take time to trust him, when we take time to hear his word, when we take time to say, God, I don't just want to be a lone brick today. God, put me in the wall of what you're building. I heard a story about three bricklayers and a traveler that came to speak with them. They were all doing on the same job site. And the traveler asked the first man, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm, I'm laying bricks. <laughs> he asked the second man, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm building a wall. The third man, he asked the same question, what are you doing? And the, brick, the third bricklayer said, I'm building a cathedral. All three men were doing the exact same job, but one had the vision of what he was a part of. He said, I'm not just laying brick. I'm not even just building a wall. I'm building a cathedral. I'm building something where people are going to find God. And that's what you're doing. You're not just living your life. You're a you're, you're someone that God created to make a difference. I want to give you a statement today, and this is so near and dear to my heart, and my prayer is that you would get this and that our church family would get this week after week after week, that we would understand who we are in Christ. And here's, I just want to give you a statement just bit by bit uh, this morning. Um, here's the first part of it, that I want you to know this, that you are a minister, This is a statement I hope that you would say over your own life today, that I am a minister. I don't mean that I am a minister, uh, just that I'm the only minister. No, you are a minister. God created you to be, I want to say to you today, welcome to the ministry. I think sometimes um, we think that you have these, um, you know, you have clergy and then you have um, non-clergy or or laity. This is kind of a concept that that has been around um, the church for hundreds and hundreds of years, that you have like these people that are professional ministers and then you have everybody else in the church. And that's just not a biblical idea. The biblical idea is that you're a minister and I'm a minister and all of us are bricks in the wall. And uh, as a pastor, my ministry according to the scripture, is to help you find yours. That's my, I'm a trainer. I'm, so, I'm doing what I'm doing right now so that you'll rise up into your ministry. So you, you're a minister today. Um, you're a minister with a specific purpose that God created you and crafted you for a specific purpose. You, that, the, 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 you are a brick in God's temple. You are a brick that God is building. God is building a home and he's using you and you have a specific purpose. Do you know that specific purpose? That's why we have next steps each and every uh, week at City Hills. Why? Because we want to help people understand their specific purpose. And watch what God does as we do, as we find out our purpose together. I'm a minister with a specific purpose at an opportune time that God created me and crafted me at just the right time to do something great. I want to show you this scripture in Acts chapter 17, verse 26. It says, he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out to him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. So what is he saying? It's It matters 
that you're born right here. It matters that God has called you to where, it matters where you live and what you do. Why? So that people will come to him, so that you'll come to him and other people will come to him. I'm a minister with a specific purpose at an opportune time to make an eternal difference. God's called you and I to make an eternal difference in the kingdom of God today. So so how do we do that? What does that look like for our lives? Well, I'm going to show you three ways uh, to discover that purpose today. Um, I told you we have next steps. And if you haven't been through next steps, come on through. And maybe maybe this is something that for someone that already maybe you've experienced, you've walked in your purpose a little bit already, let this be an encouragement uh, to you today to continue. How do you find your calling? Here's the first way is discover the gifts that God has given you. What are the gifts that God has put in your heart? What are the gifts that God has put in your life? Do you know? That's what the scripture says in Romans 12, verse 6. It says, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. And then uh, Paul begins to describe these gifts. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it's serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it's encouraging, if let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it's leadership, let him govern diligently. If it's showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. I love love that. That's what the scripture's saying. It's saying, hey, we all have different gifts. Do you know your gifts? God has put gifts inside of you. Come to next steps. Discover them. Pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to, to show you, God, what are the gifts that you have in my life today? And secondly, allow God to redeem your pain. One of the greatest ways that we can discover our purpose is to look at the pain in our lives that we walk through. I have a question. What's the pain that looking back, you felt like that situation was going to be the end of you? Where is the place where... The enemy said, this is going to be the end. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it was something that someone did to you. Maybe it was something that had to do with how you were, how you grew up. I don't know what your pain is, but God wants to take that pain. Here's the amazing thing about what God does. He can take that pain and he can use it and make it, redeem it, and make it part of your purpose. And many times that's exactly what God does in our lives, he takes our pain. And a lot of times we want to hide the pain. We're, we're ashamed of our past. And God says, no, if you'll share what I've done in your life with other people, I will use it to change the world. I will use it to make a difference. Allow God to redeem the pain. And here's the, here's the third and final thing. Wait, let me show you the scripture before we get to the third thing. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. This is so good. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is the merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in our troubles. Watch this. So that we can comfort others. In other words, God has given us comfort in our pain so that we can make a difference in the lives of others in their pain. We're, when, when they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. So good. The reason God helped us through our trial and our pain is so that we can help others through theirs. I don't know, maybe that means for you, you need to start a small group for someone that walked through what you walked through. Maybe that means you need to share your story, share the testimony of what God has done in your life. But use the pain 
and give and how God has given you freedom and allow that to be your testimony and how you share what God's doing in the lives of others. And I'll conclude with this. It says, make the choice to serve someone today in Jesus' name. Who is somebody that God has put in front of you today on this Tuesday morning that you can love, serve, make a difference? Ministry is not always off in the distance somewhere. It always starts in our home. It always starts at work. It always starts with the people that God has placed around us and we can make a difference in the kingdom of God. Let's pray together this morning. Lord, we thank you so much for your presence and your power today. Lord, use us today. Lord, thank you that you are building a home. Lord, I, I pray um, that each and every person that's, that's joining in with us today, that they would, they would allow you um, to use them in what you're building, that they wouldn't just be a lone brick trying to do something on their own. But God, today we humble ourselves and we say, Lord, if you can use us, Lord, we're available and we're open. Lord, so I just pray for everyone today. Help them see their day as being full of purpose. Help them see that they're not alone and that you that they belong here. They belong as a child of God. And I pray you would use them today to make a difference in the life of someone else and that you would use them today, God, to build your kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Hey guys, have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow morning.